August 8th, 2017, and this is Inside Out, The Naked Truth, coming to you live from the Santa Cruz Mountains of California, from Lupin Lodge, where clothing is optional, but the truth is always naked. I'm Errol Strider. And I am Rochelle Alicia Strider, and we welcome you to our home at Lupin Lodge, We invited you over tonight for some conversation about the human condition with all its eccentricities and what to make of it, of course. Sprinkled with laughter, good music, and the many voices of Errol Strider. Hi, this is Barney, and I'm looking forward to being on the program tonight. I heard you've got a whopper of a uh, title. Well, sure, and it is something that's really special. It drew me out out of my prayer meditation time. What about you, uh, Professor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were sneaking around going to, to out for dinner, but then I remember the, clo- the show tonight. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> Our show. Thank you, guys. We are so looking forward to hearing your wisdom on our topics. In the meantime, our program is sponsored by Go Raw. Go Raw Natural Foods, delicious and nutritious. I could live with that, huh? How about you? Well, Go Raw can be found at Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, and the organic section of Costco, to name a few. But if you go to GoRaw.com to find out where the Go Raw can be found in your neighborhood, you'll get it a lot sooner. Okay, here we go. Though we'd like it to be different, how much of life do we end up saying, I can live with that? To help us understand the things we choose to live with, we've selected, I can live with that, as our featured phrase of the week. What we can live with, what we prefer to live with or without, these are the issues that challenge our serenity and our courage. Like, can we live with the state of our government? Can we live with race relations as they are? A president who tweets policy? Feelings of inadequacy, anger, resentment? Can we live with fake news? Or even real news? Or our in laws? <laughs> you don't have them anymore. <laughs> no, we can't. So let's take a look and see which ones we can change and what we can live with. That's very provocative. Can yeah. you live with that? I can live with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what can't I live without? The obvious, of course, food, water, air, sleep, and shelter. But what do I really want to live with? Companionship, friendship, comfort, cuddles, intellectual stimulation, And moments of awe, Hmm. sensuality, truth, beauty, and goodness, feeling the presence of the mystery within and around me, love, and of course the people I love, my children, my partner, my grandchildren, and all those who have entered my heart. And that's a lot. Rochelle's got a really 
whopping big heart because in order to make room for all those who have entered her heart over her lifetime, she had to just expand her heart, which is why we live on 110 acres. And, and it bumps up against the borders, too. Yeah, because you. once you get in my heart, you never get out. There is no exit. <laughs> oh, yes. What can I live with? I can live with a lot more than I thought I could live with when I was younger. You know, I, I thought I could like, like throw out a lot of things when I was younger that oh, I, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. And yet I don't feel I guess because I'm more tolerant, I can live with more things. Hmm. I can live with more attitudes. I can live with more um Discomfort even than I than I would have at one time. You know, just like okay, we had a rat in our wall, mm. a rat in our wall. I could not live with that. No, I freaked out. I totally freaked out listening to this thing scratching at our wall. I thought I was in a horror movie, and I thought any minute its head was going to come through the wall. I imagined myself hitting it with something heavy and sharp and heavy. Oh, oh, it's just disgusting. I yeah. So, and my. Hero. But wait, <laughs> in order to take care of the rat, she banged on the wall. And woke him up. And woke me up, <laughs> which is a lot to say because I need to get all the sleep I can get because I get up frequently. <laughs> but it doesn't seem to affect my uh, energy. And I think that's because of the vitalizing power and influence of pure energy that we are inundated with. You know. Mm. That's really nice. I never thought of that. Yeah. I can live with it. You can live with that. Mm-hmm. What I can live with is the fact that I hope is a fact that we are permanently embedded in the soil of universe activity and we can participate with that activity as we will, because we've been given this thing called will, which allows us to kind of steer ourselves around reality and make choices to go here or to go there and see what we come up with. And, and some of those choices can be beneficial, and some of those choices can be very detrimental to our growth and expansion, kind of like shut down doors, you know, even though we have that will. So... We also have to have discernment, and I think that comes with uh, experience and desire. I realize that, you know, you can have lots and lots of experiences, and it turns you into a bitter old person. And you can have lots and lots of experience, and it turns you into a very wise old person. See, to me, it turned me into a, well, a horny old person. Errol Strider. Oh, what can I say? <laughs> but I think that's you good. Have, you were never turned into that. You have always been that. Well, I wasn't always old. Yeah, but you were a lot younger when, right. and you know, I mean, but once Never you got right. to twenty, you it's were okay. like, <laughs> it, it's, it's okay. So to live with, I'd like to bring in one of our guest speakers tonight, uh, Professor Schnitzel. Uh, you've got some comments about what we can live with. 
oh, yeah, yeah, coming from Europe and Germany, first, there are lots of things we couldn't live with and we couldn't live without. We had to live without. And a lady said to me when she was in Dresden on the war and, uh, and she couldn't live without food and they hid a, uh, what do you call it, uh, the carcass, just the fat of the carcass of the cow in the snow. And they would go out there and chip off little pieces of that. And I never forgot her telling me that story. And so... There are a lot of people right now in the world that are not living with what they need to be living in order to have to be able to say, I can live with that. And so they're going, I cannot live without that, is what they're saying. And it would be good to us and to be able to help them. And uh, there are a lot of people doing that. And it's not too many. Uh, never enough. The, what did they say there? The harvest is plentiful. But the laborers are few. So you can be a laborer out there and pick up some of that harvest. Yeah. Of course, and the harvest you're talking about is the truth. I mean, the truth with a capital T, uh, you know, that is is more uh, essence truth, the mystery of truth. Uh, because, I don't know, like when you speak of, the, when we speak of the truth, you know, it could be facts, factual. It happened. You can't dispute the fact that it happened. It happened. Mm-hmm. And that becomes the truth. And then there's the truth that is you can't even see, but it's a universal truth. It's what makes the the world go round. It's what makes the sun be where it is. It's 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 the mystery of the universe that makes everything where it is. That's a truth. And yet, um, it's not something that happened, but it is. I can live with that. Oh wow. He yeah. can live with that. Yeah. Like that. The universal <laughs> truth that's permeating everything and and then as we plug into it, we are able to become equally permeating and permeable. I think that's important thing to remember is that when you're permeable, things can go in you and things come out you. Like we have semi-permeable cells uh, in our body, which means they, they don't let everything in or everything out. They're semi-permeable. As, wow. Yeah, I guess. At this point, I'm glad I'm permeable because I have put things in me that I'm really happy to get out. <laughs> you really have. Well, I'd like to uh, take us to our first song here tonight. And hmm. this is a song appropriately titled, I Can Live With That, <laughs> by the Rifters. Done some things right I done some things good Others not so much Change it if I could I've been misquoted I've been misunderstood I've been misinformed And I've messed it up good. Yeah, but it's alright don't matter anyway Can't live the past Only today But it's alright No going back I can be forgiven I can live with that Yeah 
best work where no one can see. No one even knows but my horse and me. I wonder if cowboys in heaven can see. Bet they get a chuckle or three out of me. Yeah, but it's alright. Don't matter anyway. Can't live the past only today. But it's alright. Don't go in back. I can be forgiven. I can live with that. forgiven i can live i with can that. live with that yeah i like that i heard from an old friend this week and we had some challenges in our relationship and forgiveness showed up big time according to him and is helping us heal and hopefully bring us back together again in a in a healthier way mm. and forgiveness is Pretty much the number one job, according to A Course in Miracles. Mm -hmm. They say the only uh, problem is the separation, one to the other, and the solution is forgiveness. Mm -hmm. One of the lessons in A Course in Miracles is, let me recognize uh, the problem, so the one problem so it can be solved. So from the Course in Miracles perspective, there is only one problem, and it can be resolved by this phenomenon of forgiveness. I like to think of it, of, we have the forgiveness when we come into union with that, which we have been holding, uh, pushed against, separated from us unless it comes and devours us. And the minute we put our arms around it in the state of forgiveness, which, and, which is all filled up with love, then it dissolves because it's an illusion of our ego. It reminds me of, uh, well, let me say, okay. I can live with that. <laughs> I, I, I realize that I can't live with that. There was some question about it from some location beyond my mind, which is, a, yeah, yeah, beyond my mind, which is not a, 
not a place that's easy to get to, but if you follow directions. I love living beyond my mind. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Well, one, there's no separation beyond my mind. Hmm. Two, well, of course, there's only love because that's why there's no separation. And three, it feels good <laughs> beyond my mind. It always feels good. It never feels anything but good, which is nice, you know, because my mind can create lots of problems. My mind can create problems that make me feel horrible. The mind makes a great servant, but a, a tyrant of a master. Ah. <gasps> That's good. Did you make that up? Some of it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I assembled the words from other places. I found Tyrant in a book by about Genghis Khan and the word mind in a book called Passionate Minds, which is a book we would love to recommend, Passionate Minds. Oh, I love that. That, is that was wonderful. fabulous book, and it should be a movie, and it's about this... Voltaire and his relationship with this scientist, this woman who was just this extraordinary personality and the adventures they had. Oh, my goodness. It's a, Can you remember her name? I know it was French. <laughs> I just realized as you said that, that I couldn't remember her name. I will probably remember it sometime around three o'clock in the morning, wake up and say it and not wonder why I was saying that. <laughs> Lord Umbridge, are you here? Oh, good evening. Of course I'm here. I would never want to miss one of these programs. And I would recommend to all of you who are listening and watching that you consider uh, attending these forays into uh, undeveloped consciousness and universe possibility that the Striders provide each week. They really do a, a marvelous job of probing and sticking in the minds, you know, limited though they are, like the rest of us, of course, and looking at the things that we do live with and that we can't live with, and, and especially with each other. And congratulations, I understand you had anniversary last week, and congratulations on living with each other. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Professor. I can live with that. Yeah. <laughs> the picture that I posted today, you, you really need to see it to get the full humor of it, is a picture of Rochelle smiling and me with the face of, well, the caption is, Rochelle says, even though Errol is constantly losing things, is a first-class klutz and can be a real idiot, not to mention a slob, I still love him. <laughs> and my character says... I can live with that. <laughs> I, I do still love you, even though all those, all those things are true. <laughs> but I have my own little stuff that you can live with, too, so that's nice. What I'm noticing is that what I have to say seems such a small part. Even tonight, I'm kind of struggling a little bit with... What, what do I have to say about I can live with that? So what comes up for me is can I live with the fact that I don't have much to say about it? Even though I'm on a radio podcast ostensibly saying things. So what I've decided to do is some radio mime. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Hold on to your seatbelts, okay. everybody. <laughs> but not in a way that it interferes with 
this precious moment, and I hope you are taking advantage of this moment, and if you haven't, let me play this song here while you um, live with the moment. This is, um, yeah, this is a song by, uh, well, do you want the one Grace in the Slippers, or do you want Herman's Hermits? Let's do Herman's Hermits from way back when. Herman and the Hermits. There it is, that forgiveness moment again, on my yeah. knees. Sorry, forgiveness. 
Somebody said today when I told them the title of this uh, program, said, well, sometimes you just have to live with that. That's like right. you have no choice. You have to live with it. And I think things that, you know, come upon us that we really don't have any choice about, let's see, though there are some people who believe we choose every single thing that happens to us. I do not adhere to that philosophy. I think we can choose always how we deal with something, but I do not think we're that powerful because then somebody would be less powerful than you if you chose something that they didn't want to have happen. <laughs> and I don't think that's the way it works. But nevertheless, uh, so, we, you know, you get sick and you have some horrible disease or something and you have to live with it until you no longer live. And how you live with it, I've seen people are not bitter, you know, even though they're in pain and um, they just, their their spirit just seems to take over their bodies. I remember my nephew, Mark, who died a few years ago and for many years his body was just kind of falling apart and at one point he, he said he didn't say I can live with that he says it is what it is wow and, wow and then he passed and I don't, did we talk about Sam Shepard Rochelle knew Sam Shepard and worked with him I guess and he died this week did we mention him last week he might have. Yeah. Anyway, and who else uh, took off? Oh, oh this did Glenn Campbell died and Barbara Cook. Barbara Cook died and oh, they played some uh, of her singing from Music Man. She had an amazing voice. Oh. She was the voice stand-in for Music Man. Uh, she was the woman in Music Man. She was the woman. She won a, a Tony. Oh, I was thinking that she was the stand-in for like My Fair Lady and other shows. Her voice. I don't think so. Oh, you mean in the in the in the movie? No, yeah. no, I'm thinking no. of someone else. Marnie Nixon was the person That's who usually who sang is. for all those people. Marnie, Marnie. Well, uh, Barney, you want to say something? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm always happy to participate. You know, I can live with a lot of stuff here. People, you know, dumping on me because they dump on me all the time. And I learned how to finesse the dumping. As a matter of fact, I can offer a class on how to finesse the dumping. If you've got people dumping on you and you can't live with that. Well, what I suggest is you learn kind of like a jujitsu uh, dumping moves. And what that means is just, for example... Now, I had a guy try and dump on me the other day about, you know, I was somehow responsible for his life being less than what he wanted. Uh, at least that's the way it seemed to me because the way he was yelling at me. And I, what I did was I just kind of stepped aside kind of like this here and I let the yelling go past me. And it was like, uh, and it went over there. Unfortunately, I didn't realize who was behind me, but my my mother-in-law was behind me. She got whapped with the... Uh, with this tirade, and I had to go get it off her. It was like oozing, and, and it, she didn't look good in tirade, my mother-in-law. You know, she's never looked good in tirade. She looks good in pleasant. She's always had that goodness and a pleasant quality. But anyway, we were able to get the tirade off because I have that stuff that shouts it off, the tirade. <laughs> Shouting off the tirade is like the opposite of the tirade. You're still shouting. I don't know if I can live with that, Barney. <laughs> okay, okay. What do you mean they dump on you? What does that mean to dump on you? Well, they dump on you. They they make you responsible for their 
woes and for their upsets wow. and they're dumping okay. on you and okay. and Jim driven by and this and this they say they got signs telling everybody no dumping here and you look around on the streets you'll see a sign that says no dumping here and that's what they're talking about don't be dumping on somebody else or yourself for that matter because you hmm. too can be the dumpy as well as the dumper <laughs> that's right I can live with that. I can live with that, too. <laughs> Thank you. Barney. It's very reciprocal. <laughs> it's, yeah, you can go either way on the, the dumping and the dumpy. Well, I tell you, what you can live with is is a provocative thing when you think about it. I mean, we don't think about it because we just live our lives. And obviously, if you live your life, you're living with whatever it is that you're living with. So it's being aware of what you live with every day, you know, and the choices you make with what you live with. You know, like somebody said to me the other day about growing older, and he said, oh, because it's just in your mind. Of course, he's 20 years younger than I am. And I said to him, no, it's not in your mind. It's in your body. <laughs> That's where the age is. My mind is absolutely okay, alert and fine. But my body feels the age. And I was joking, and I said, Think of how many seconds it takes you to get out of a chair, and that's the decade you are. If it takes seven seconds, you're 70 years old. I don't know if I can live with that, <laughs> but unfortunately, I have to. You <laughs> see? So you have to live with it. I can live with that because you are living with it, so therefore you can. It's amazing how much we can live with it and how much having things interrupt our flow, in other words, not getting what we want, once you realize that it's just a creative opportunity, if I can speak to this issue here, well, I, I, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn. So uh, can I ask you, Father O'Malley, maybe to do a little tooting? Here, here's the horn, <laughs> Harold's horn. Well, you're such a boy there. Tooting your horn, is it? Well, I'm always happy to toot your horn and toot with everything you got and toot, toot, toot. Toot, toot, toot. Everyone should be tooting. And, of course, I notice, Harold, when you have your gas, you've been tooting a little too much there. But we won't be talking about that. But the thing that you did that we were impressed with today, you took the broken door and you came up with a, an improvised solution with uh, the things you had at hand. And that's... Uh, that's a very important thing to be aware of, is the things that you have at hand to do with what you want. Have you noticed that, Daryl? I, I have. As a matter of fact, it's amazing to me. Not only they're, they're like sometimes within my reach if I want something, and it's like, boom, there it was. Like today with the door was broken, then I had this idea I could use a bungee cord. And sure enough, the bungee cord, and it worked, except the door didn't close. Now, Rochelle, one of her favorite lines is, door. <laughs> close the door, but close we shortened door. it to door. Door. Because there's a lot of bugs here. Because we had a negotiation. She would say things like, uh, Harold, close the door, and these are the reasons. And well, I give them all the reasons. I say, please, you're letting all the bugs in. Please, you want... Do you want me to get bitten? <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, it comes with the familiar annoyance, which I'm learning to live with. Not mm -mm. quite. No. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. But anyway, 
she is able to say door. Now, you see, we negotiated because I said to her, all you have to say is door. But now, with this new door thing and the, the magnet that the holds it closed. The door closes by itself. It's a self-closing door. Yes. I know a lot of people go, duh. I have a self-closing door, but we did not have a self-closing door. Not only that, when we first moved in here, there was no bathroom door. And Rochelle was very clear, I will not live in this place without a bathroom door. Well, you know, we live in a cabin, and it's a, it's a one-room cabin. And the only other room is the bathroom. And it's a big bathroom. It's like a, almost like a walk-in closet bathroom. And there's all this room and when one of us needs some space, you know, the other one can very easily just go into the bathroom and read and we can put in a chair. We can even watch television in the bathroom. So it's another like all of a sudden we have two rooms. Well, like tonight. If you have a door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we can live with that. And we have a door. And we do live with that. And even this one room place here, see, it, it's a bedroom and then it's a breakfast room and then it's a radio studio. Now it's a television studio, all in this one little, what, 400 square foot. And we save gas because we don't have to go anyplace else. I, I love that part of it. <laughs> I could live with that. <laughs> It's beautiful. You ought to come down here to Lupin Lodge and join us and spend some time here. We want to thank our sponsor, Go Raw, for making this possible. And I hope you can live with some Go Raw. And maybe to help you, this is a fellow by the name of Jerome Odo, O-D-D-O, singing about, guess what? I can live with that. You smiling at me, barefoot in the creek. Yeah, I can live with that. Walk blanket spread out on the grass. Romantic dinner from a paper sack. Then hold on tight, watch the day turn to night. Yeah, I can live with that. Some might say I'm lucky. On my boots, feel your hands on my back. Then it's have a good day, baby, with a cornflake kiss. Yeah, I can live with that.
I can live with that, with your sweet loving. That was Jerome Odo. Hmm. I, I read somewhere, and I don't know if this is in the Bible or what, that said that God will never inflict upon you anything you can't handle or something to those words. Does it ring? I've, I've heard that, and I've questioned it. I have questioned it, too. You know, I think of people being tortured. Or burning, stuff, burned you know? alive. That's not, you can't, well, of course, you can't live with that. You die. But, uh, That's right. There is that flip side of it, isn't there? <laughs> so mm-hmm. maybe there's like what you can live with is like what you can endure. And there's, mean, a, there's a lot of enduring going on there's right There's a now. lot of enduring. People are, you know, there are people, I know it seems hard for us who could eat three meals a day. I don't eat three meals a day, but if I did eat three meals a day, that's pretty normal. And people are not eating that. I watched a movie last night called Lion lovely movie I recommend it it's really tender and uh, beautiful performances very well made um, but this little boy was lost and he had no food he had nothing to eat and he would just find food wherever he could and he, his his wiles took over you know his his desire for um, survival is what kept him going and it was very fascinating you know, to watch that in us that we are meant to survive sometimes we don't but that that drive to survive keeps us going in so many different ways and so so we can live with a lot because of that I could live with that (laughs) this is Rabbi Greenberg I have learned to live with that being a Jew you have to learn to live with a lot which is one reason why we've got such a good sense of humor in case you haven't noticed it Many Jews make comedians. I myself was not so good with the comedy, so I stayed a rabbi. But there was other ones. Like, oh, there are funny rabbis, rabbi. There are, like Jackie Mason is a very funny rabbi. But the thing about what you can live with and not live with, and the things happen every moment. And if you embrace it and you, you say, okay, I'm going to work with you in this moment, whatever's showing up. And then if I'm having trouble living with it, I have the capacity to shape it differently so it'll fit into the life that I'm living and won't be such a nuisance or a, a trouble or a source. You know, the... the president uh, of the United States is is um, taking on the issue of over overdoing opiates and if we're talking about pain you know we take opiates we take things to dull pain and so many overdoses have led to so many deaths there's so many people what they say in 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 one month more people die from over opiate overdoses than died in the in the 9/11 attack that's a lot of people and in a month. And so we have pain that we can't live with, obviously, that we can't live with. So we dull that pain to the point of oblivion. So it seems like we're missing uh, a lot of the points that are being shown to us about what's really need to be attended to right now. And that would be the painful places in our existence that are screaming, crying out, and saying, I can't live with this, can you help me? Which brings me to the question of, uh, you know, how can we respond? I mean, there you are in your 
for most of us, somewhat of a contained world as opposed to uh, being Mother Teresa out in the world of, of service. So I asked myself, well, what can we project through our minds, through our consciousness and our willingness that somehow maybe can assuage that pain? Is that even feasible that prayer works? I, I have, what do you mean by a contained world? Who? You said a contained world other than not like Mother Teresa. What do you mean by that? Well, I meant that we, we have our little close world that are as opposed to going out and serving humanity. We have oh. a little contained world. Oh, like this okay. container we live in, for example, and the people we interact with. Now, according to Yeshua in the book Love Without End, he suggests you deal with what's there before you. That's your class. That's your opportunity right now. And especially if it's causing you a problem. And this is your chance to grow. Like, for example, the other day I made some purchases. And I was getting frustrated because uh, I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. And I, I started acting like a petulant little boy not getting what he wanted and wanting to make them wrong. The good news is <laughs> I couldn't live with that. And I caught myself mm -hmm. in that mode. And I went, hey, wait a minute. You know, just allow, let it be. And then, this was at Sears, and then this wonderful guy showed up and he just like took care of it. And not only did he care of it, but he made it work. And he said something like, you know, well, we do the best we can. And that helped shift me to where I could focus on this guy, Dave, David. And David helped me get what I needed to, to get it out to my car. And I love when this happens, when after you've had a, an exchange with a professional person or a salesman or something like that, you shake hands because you recognize that there's a, you've shared something. It was personal. It wasn't just, oh, you're just one of the other moments of people that pass by my consciousness that I won't really pay any attention to. Hmm. And so there was a chance, there was an opportunity. First, I had to forgive myself for being such a petulant little kid, which I did. And to be able to shift it and say, wait a minute, you, you can be love here. You don't have to act this out. I can live with that. Yeah, this mm -hmm. is good, huh? We had some guests come um, to visit us today, a young woman from Vietnam and her fiancé, uh, American-born. And they had never been to Lupin before, and they were just both very, very lovely people. And she didn't bring any picture ID. Now, that's a big thing at Lupin is we want to have picture ID on everybody because it's a private club. It's a clothing optional club. We want to make every guest here feel as safe as possible. A picture ID allows us to do a background search on people, especially sexual predators. This woman did not look like a sexual predator. She didn't sound like a sexual predator. I felt in every she didn't bone smell in my a little bit like a sexual <laughs> body. And she was not a sexual predator. Okay. And I allowed her to come here without a picture ID. Now I'm saying this I might get into a lot of trouble for all I know. But I told her that when she comes back she has to have a picture ID. And she showed you so cute. She said, I have lots of pictures of me <laughs> which wouldn't want me to know that she she in the picture was the same person. That's cute. That is so <laughs> it cute. was very cute. And I just enjoyed her company so much, the delight. And she 
obviously felt the same way. And we hugged a whole lot before she uh, spent went go to spend the day in the pool and everything. But when she left, and when he left, they came over to me and they said, it was beautiful, and you are beautiful, and we will be back. Wow. And I can and, live with that. I mean, it was like, for a moment, it was like, oh, but I didn't do anything. But, you know, but then it was like, oh, okay, I can live with that. That's a compliment. That's a beautiful, because I feel the same way about them. So why would I shirk the compliment when I feel the same way about isn't them? Isn't that something that brings up the issue of, of receiving? And we've talked about this because it's so important. Mm. To receive, and there are so many conversations I'm in where people just talk at you, uh, and there's not receiving. And receiving is a form of forgiveness because you are allowing something to come to you, and you're not resisting it, and you're not controlling it. And so you're operating on a bit of trust. But I wanted to play this particular song. This is from a show called I Love You, You're Perfect, Now Change. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? The title is, I can live with that. Arthur, you seem like a nice man. You do. But I don't really go out like you're intending. I, I just don't. I've got some problems. My health's not good. Well, at our age... That's understood. I've got arthritis. Flares up in June. I've got bronchitis. I'll get that soon. No matter. I can live with that. I've had a bypass. Well, I've had two. I dye my hair. It looks nice blue. (laughs) My ways are set. Well, people change. I find you sexy. I find you strange No matter I can live with that I often think of those I miss Friends keep dying But I've grown strong Sometimes I have to reminisce It still does hurt Just not as long My kids don't visit I never leave I make a meatloaf You won't believe I tell tall tales I tell the truth I drink skim milk I drink vermouth No matter I can live with that I like things clean I scrub the wash I got a garden I grow some squash I keep in shape I mow the lawn I wake up late I'm up at dawn No matter I can live with that When it comes to, you know, I'm not the type of person that just jumps into bed like an acrobat. It takes time with me. Uh Uh-oh. That's a problem. 
Depends. How much time you talking? Because if you're talking years, I don't think either of us has that long. I was talking a few weeks, maybe. No matter. I can live with that. I will be buried at my gym's right. Next to my zoo is my grave site. But I'm still here with much to give. Someday I'll die. For now, I'll live. I'll always love my gym. And I, my Sue. I, I just don't know. You think I do? No matter. I can live. I can live with that. That's a sweet. Isn't that fun? What's the name Makes of the me show? Want to see the show. I I love you. You're perfect. Now change. <laughs> and that was Jimmy Roberts. And it doesn't say who the woman's voice is. All I could find was Jimmy Roberts, Joe DiPietro, unless her name is Jimmy. But she was she. Her Maybe husband, she's Joe DiPietro. She could be Joe DiPietro. Her husband's name was Jim. I wonder if that's they were related before they Jim made. Pietro? I don't know. I'm not talking about her. I can live with you not knowing. We could. We don't have to know that. But what we But I could find out. We can Google it. Right. <laughs> we can Google. Let's give some gratitude for some things that we take for granted. I was thinking about that on uh, the other day about our show. Like I found a scissors today and I thought, wow, scissors. What a great thing. And I was working with the zipper, and I thought, wow, zippers. Yes. They are so phenomenal. And when we saw our two-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter putting on her shoes, we have a video of it. Send it to me, and I'll send it to you. (laughs) With the Velcro. Boy, that's changed everything. The whole brain has changed um, these growing kids, because they, when they, most kids were growing up, they had to tie their shoes, and so it did certain things to the synapses in their <laughs> minds that made two shine, two shoe tying things happen in their brains. And now, wait, 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 I have to. Can I jump in here a second? Okay. They will tie shoes after Velcro. The thing is that before tying shoes, they couldn't put their shoes on because there was no Velcro. Thank you, Velcro. So we're getting them to put their shoes on earlier because of it. For the longest time, I thought there was like a Mr. Velcro that they named it after. (laughs) I really did. And then I looked it up, and it was his wife. I never would have thought that. I just made that up. You did? Yeah, it's Velcro is... I guess I can live with that. Uh Velcro is a word combination that was... It was originally a, a, a... not exactly Wiener Schnitzel. That oh, they, no. They, come on. You're making up that up, too. Do you know the truth about that? Or do we have to Google it? We have to Google it. You Google <laughs> us and let, let us know. You could reach me at estrider at gmail.com. 
It's like a G-man. Yeah, I got an app that allows my voice to do that to my emails. So if you send me an email at estrider at gmail.com. And also check out our website. You know, we've got 15, 20 videos, more than that, on our the Laughing Heart website. And if you're a YouTube person, go to her kind of person, you can go to Strider Entertainment. We came up with that title for our work years ago, Entertainment, and I think it pretty well says what we're about. We're trying to connect the inner life, otherwise known as the spiritual life. With and make it entertaining. And make it entertaining, <laughs> right. It is entertaining, but we don't always know that. I mean, sometimes I was walking down the street the other day, and I was just, my mind was seeing things, inventing things, being creative. And I realized I've never been bored because I have a creative mind. I have a creative spirit. I have a creative imagination. There's nothing. We can sit still and just look at something, and all of a sudden my mind will go off and think of all the different things you can do with that or play with that or how to create something. So there's that inner mind that is constantly entertaining me. <laughs> I can live with that, and I do live with that. <laughs> Friend now of, I'm a that. <laughs> yeah, friend of mine, you are that, according to Gangaji. A friend of mine asked me, having any fun? And then I thought, well, yeah, I, when I go into deep meditation, I have fun there. <laughs> I don't think he thought that was fun. He couldn't quite make the leap that it was fun. But for me, it is fun because when I drop into that awareness of presence, of I am beingness, cause, and I feel it very palpably in my heart, and everything in my outer life is suspended in that state. It truly is a Sabbath, a place of rest, and I can just feel in that dimension there's this universe of amazing stuff going on and possibility and at this point, because I live in this finite shell and I'm, and I can live with that, I don't have access to all these other dimensions of reality that I'm anticipating being exposed to when I move along with the living and the thatting into the next phase after this one. Well, well I could live with that. I mean, that that you think that way, and why not? You know, the thing is that. When you contemplate the future, it's a guess. <laughs> no matter what you think, it's a guess. You're just guessing because you don't really know you don't, what's do going you? to happen. Something can just come upon you and change everything you might have thought. If I was a rich man and I had lots of money, money! I would buy you anything that you can want, honey, but I'm not. No, no, no. If I had a sweet copper, everybody we took I bought me some sweet shades and everyone would look But I don't, no, 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 yeah, you know I don't No, 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 there's a lot of things that I know I will never be But I can live with that as long as you're with me Well, if I was a dog, baby, you could call me Rover I would have a dog house and you could come on over I was a cowboy, I could wear a hat You 
can be my cow. I don't know what do you think about that, but I'm not. No, no, no. There's a lot of things that I know I will never be, but I can live with that as long as you're with me. But if I was a smooth man, then I would be the ticket. I'd get out on the dance floor, baby. We could kick it, but I can't. Everybody dance floor. There's a lot of things that I know I will never be, but I can live with that as long as you're with me. And we'd be rocking steady, fetching water from the hill, but it's not. No, 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 There's a lot of things that I know I'll never be. That fun? It was fun. That is the Cat's Pajamas vocal band. The Cat's Pajamas. They were making all those sounds by themselves. I do want to address an issue. Maybe, Senator, you can just pop in here real quick because I want to talk about things that we really can't live with, like the state of our democracy and what's happening to it. Well, I'm glad to, you asked me. Yeah, I always appreciate you all here on the show. But, yeah, I, I don't think we can live with it the way it is. Unfortunately, we are being sort of forced to because we seem to have lost the will to change it. And uh, we've become very uh, comfortable and the places we tend to reside in, and they keep us fed and trying to keep us fed. And But some of us are getting fed up with the way things are going here because it's just not working. There's just too much partisanship, too much hostility, and way too much distraction from the issues that we really should be addressing. And you mentioned earlier all this pain and all this need for sustenance and our role, and it just shows you how far off course we have gotten. But I suggest to people to get back on course. All they have to do is kind of slap themselves in the side of the head and say, wake up and see what's <laughs> going on. But just don't slap yourself too hard because you won't be able to live with that, the results of that. I believe it is time for people to step up and say, I can't live with that. Like that fellow in that movie, uh, Network? Network. And they said, he opened the windows and they said, I'm mad, I'm angry, and I won't take it anymore. And that's kind of the attitude that some folks might want to get to in order to, well, be able to live with that that is much more responsive to the best in human nature. I do think, Senator Beauregard, that when you can't live with something, you do change it. Maybe you change yourself. I mean, maybe you die. Maybe you get so fed up that you change yourself. But something changes when you can't live with it anymore. Something has to change because that's the nature of who we are. I can live with that. And, Senator, thank you for that reminder. And just to drop this in here, I realize we can change three things. Try and change the situation. We can try and change the person, we, or we can change our own attitude, and that's where we have the most power and the most opportunity. Mm-hmm. And again, this is Insight Out, the naked truth, and we are broadcasting from Loop and Lodge, clothing optional for the daring and the brave. Or they're just plain comfortable being naked person. 
<laughs> and we had quite a few people here being naked. And it's good to be naked once in a while because your skin has access to the atmosphere. And let me tell you, it loves that. They love each other. I, of course, think that the atmosphere is not something I want to have touch every part of me. Well, there are bugs. <laughs> and there are too many bugs in the atmosphere. In the atmosphere. But water. I was telling someone today, being naked in water is so beautiful. Once you swim naked, you would never want to wear a bathing suit again, mm, ever, ever. I love it's ridiculous. that. And our sponsor is Go Raw, nutritious and delicious. Check it Raw out. Raw food. That's great for you. And we will be back next week with a very special surprise. Uh-oh. We don't even know I what it is. What That's it is. what a surprise is. A <laughs> Can surprise. I live with that? Oh, no. my God. No, no, no. Live with no. suspense. <laughs> well, Rochelle, let me ask you this. What do we need to remember? We need to remember that resistance is what you add to pain to make it last longer and hurt more. I can live with that. 